Hey everyone, it's Amy Lynn Durham and you're listening to Create Magic at Work. Create Magic at Work is on a mission to equip senior leaders with tools they need to be a true servant leader and actually understand what that means. Improve employee engagement, retain top talent, and transform your workplace culture to have less stress and drama. So let's start making magic. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Create Magic at Work. I am very excited for the guest that we have today. Her name is Alea Harris. She's the owner of Flourish Marketing, and she helps you flourish in business and in life. I asked Alea to be on the show because she has a really interesting way about helping people. I don't know how else I would say it, but like unblock um, where they're stuck in regards to receiving abundance, in particular money, <laughs> I noticed. So I'm really curious to hear your take on all of that. And I'm sure the listeners are as well. Um, so Alea, welcome to Create Magic at Work. And please, can you just start off sharing a little bit more about yourself? Sure thing, Amy. I'm so glad to be here. This is going to be an awesome episode. I love talking about what I do because every time I do it, I feel like people get helped by just knowing that it exists. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So in addition to marketing, the way that we operate is through energy and business strategy and combining that to have a flourishing empire. The particular type of energy work that I do is called bioenergetic business coaching. So bioenergetics is the study, detection, and correction of the energy and information that make up your human body field. So it's like, what's going on with it? How do we fix it? Where is it? How do we align it? Why are you off? Why are you tired? All of those things and then how to more quickly get to those root causes so that you beat that burnout monster very kind of, you know, definitively and you can move, move forward from there. So bioenergetics, I specifically apply to the business field for entrepreneurs because a lot of entrepreneurs are burned out, battered, and lost. They've created businesses that own them instead of the entrepreneur saying that they are the business owners and they own it. So when I work with them, we talk about everything from why is your throat chakra blocked? Let's release that forgiveness, energy excavation, energy replenishment, as well as, well, let's have, this is how you write a one liner and this is how your marketing strategy should be now that we've unearthed who you authentically want to be in the world. It's a balanced approach. So it's not just let's rub crystals on it and it's not just read a business book and you'll get it. It's, all of that and the beautiful combination that creates a new and exciting thing at the intersection of that concept. So is there a specific instrument that you use with bio? How did, what, what did you call it again? Bioenergetics. Yeah, it's new to me. So that's why I'm like, tell us all about it. So is there a specific instrument you use with clients with this to help them with unresolved burnout? There certainly is. There are, there are a few actually. So I am a certified NES health practitioner, NES, N-E-S. And NES Health has developed over the course of 30 plus years a system called the Bioenergetics Wellness System that's actually a software program that mm -hmm. allows your body feel to be read and detected. So it's pretty cool. And I'm very, very aware that it sounds like voodoo, hoodoo magic, but I promise you it is not. 
the way that it works is you speak um, into this receiving software and it captures your human body field on the wave of your voice. So the same way, like if you turn on Beyonce on Spotify, your ears pick up the sound of, you know, formation or whatever, you know, flawless, whatever you're listening to that day. <laughs> but you don't actually see a little Beyonce dancing on your keyboard. And you also don't see the sound waves. You just hear them. You experience them. They create uh, emotion within you. There's information that comes in on those sound waves. That's the same way that this software picks up your body field, your human body field. It is able to say, okay, I'm reading that energy coming through me and I can get a lot of information from there for everything from your sleep cycles to your what, what would be traditionally called your traditional Chinese meridian system where your energy mm-hmm. is driving all the way down to what beliefs are you holding that are holding you back. One scan takes 10 seconds to complete and a month to dive into. So when you're my bioenergetic business coaching client, we scan you on week one, we talk about it, and we make a plan to address the things that are coming up in the scan. While we are doing that, I recommend to you what are called infaceuticals. Now, infaceuticals is where you have to like really have a leap of faith. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad that Mm -hmm. I took the leap of faith, but it's kind of weird because what you get is salty water droplets and you're like, so let me get this straight. You want me to put salty water (laughs) in another glass of water and all of a sudden I'm going to have an easier time letting go of my daddy issues? The answer is yes, but I'm very aware that sounds ridiculous. Although the ingredients in each of the infaceuticals or salty water droplets are the same, the energy and information in each one is different and it's specifically targeted to where your energy and information is incorrect, where it's been pushed out of alignment. So while you're taking your course of infaceuticals, we're also meeting weekly to do coaching. And if you choose to purchase it, there's also something called a My Health device. A My Health device is like painless acupuncture, energy acupuncture that you can use on your body and you can use the electrodes on your body or you can sit it next to you and you use it off your body. It promotes the greater alignment and has the information that your body feel needs to correct itself. I use that in addition to a bunch of other modalities, like mm-hmm. talking it through, journaling, using, you know, candles and energy and light to talk it out and working through forgiveness exercises. The goal is for you to get your victory and not to get attached to the tool, but to move forward on your journey more seamlessly. Mm. I love that. Like, don't get attached to the tool, but just use whatever is there to help you really get unstuck. What really um, drew me to talk about this with you is one, I, I feel like I'm pretty deep into all of the, the energetic type spaces and combining it with the workplace to help leaders, but I had never heard of bioenergetics. And that really intrigued me. And then the fact that you're saying that it helps with unresolved burnout, because we know that burnout is at an epidemic proportion right now. And then also, you know, to add to that, I think we have unprecedented numbers of people choosing to leave maybe their nine to five corporate job and try it out as a solopreneur or an entrepreneur. I mean, the listeners of Create Magic at Work are 
either one leaders in the workplace or two, someone that has decided to go out and forge their own path and start their own business. So what would you say to the leaders that are still in the workplace in solving that unresolved burnout? Could they try this? And what are the results that that you see with something like this? Absolutely, you can try this and you should. It's not just for entrepreneurs. And in fact, I'm the only one of the approximately 5,000 Nest Health practitioners that work solely with entrepreneurs or primarily Mm -hmm. with entrepreneurs. If you are in the workplace, what you're doing is you're still trying to bring your whole self to your life. So most of the time, we have a very difficult time integrating our work self and our home self. And we have work-life balance, as they say, which really does not exist. We work all the time. We're human all the time. We have life all the time. So I don't know when exactly this magical balance of the seesaw was supposed to happen. Right. You have to sit just really still on the other end for me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Don't move. <laughs> yeah, don't exactly. Don't move. You've reached equilibrium. Don't yeah. breathe. Don't even think. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not realistic. So if you're in the workplace and you're struggling with the demands of the workplace, you're struggling with the demands of home, you're trying to figure out what you want to do and you can't see the forest for the trees, you're sitting there feeling like, man, when I make these decisions, I don't know if I'm making it in the right direction. Am I making this decision for my highest good? I'm not in tune with my intuition. I'm not able to communicate to myself or to others what I really want, how I should be treated, what my value is. Bioenergetic business coaching would be amazing for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not simply for those who are entrepreneurs. Even in a job, there is a certain entrepreneurial spirit because you are in control of how you do that job and you are the head of your life. And that job is just a part of of your life. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's say we're talking to the listener that decided to make a go of it and start their own business. And they're just starting on that journey of maybe trying to get clients, and they're feeling burnt out. And all they're doing is social media, and reach outs, and they're not getting anything. And they know they provide value, they know they want to make a difference in the world. And something just isn't clicking with the abundance of booking clients or getting someone to come to your yoga class or workshop or whatever it was that you started. What would you say to that person that's feeling that unresolved burnout? So many things. (laughs) I know. First of all, the universe responds to the energy that you're putting out and what you believe your reality to be. It is very easy to put yourself out there and not get anything back and feel like that is the reality. That's just what you're seeing in front of your face. You need to, first of all, intentionally change your feelings towards your situation so that they match with the vibration of the situation you want to have in the future that you actually really currently have in the present. You just haven't manifested it for your eyes to see. A great way that I like to do that is to create my ideal scene in present tense. 
I am Alea Harris. I have financial freedom. I live an abundant life. It makes me feel amazing. I feel free. I feel hopeful. I feel rich. I feel inspired every single day. Thank you so much for this financial freedom. Thank you for the vacations I go on four times a year. Thank you for these clients that are coming through my door with ease and grace and without me having to do very much. And I love them. Thank you for them being my ideal client. Thank you for my relationship that is supporting me through all of this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Record something like that that's relevant for you. Be specific and include the feeling. You're going to listen to it daily, at least once a day. You can listen to it in the morning, in the evening. This is how I like to do it. I like to meditate first and get myself in a centered place. I prefer an Anaihu meditation. Anaihu is a chant. Um, you can go to msia.org for the movement of spiritual inner awareness. It'll break down how to do spiritual exercises, but that's what I like to do. Anai is a feeling of empathy, and Hu is an ancient Sanskrit name for God. You chant it out loud or inwardly to get yourself aligned with your intuition, with spirit, with the universe, with God. You also find yourself, when you're done, in a more open and receptive place, tapping into the field of pure potentiality that exists in the world. Then I have a vision board, it's digital, to PDF on my desktop, that I look at And while I'm looking at that, I'm playing that ideal scene recording every single day, every single day. If you're really struggling twice a day, if you're really struggling three times a day, because you need to feel like that life is real, you'll make decisions that are more in line with that life and you'll really attract what that is. Also, you'll avoid making fear-based decisions. Fear-based decisions tend to lead to burnout as well because you're trying to do all the things, right? I got to do this and I got to do that and I got to do this because if I don't do all these 20 million things, I'm not going to make any money. It's about clarity on making the right steps in the right direction, not doing all the things, right? So that's my first piece of advice if you're just kind of spinning out And you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Another piece of advice is to give. Abundance is a cycle and a flow and a process, not a stagnant state. Trying to hoard money or stack up money so that you feel safe is like trying to capture a wave. It's impossible. You can try to wrap your arms around it. The wave will go back into the ocean. You can try to take all that water that you think was in a wave and put it in a jar or a glass, and the wave is now just a glass of water, right? As opposed to trying to find comfort in having that one wave in your possession, find comfort in riding the wave and your ability to stay in that flow, like a surfer who knows how to jump from wave to wave to wave to wave. That's how abundance works. However, you ain't got no waves if you're not giving. Now, you're like, Alea, how can I give? I'm broke. We've already gone over this. I just told you I ain't got no job and my business sucks. So how am I supposed to give away money? I never said money, my friend. One of the great books to read, and I actually encourage you to listen to, is The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. It is a 90-minute listen, and it's a little pocketbook. I've listened to that book over and over and over again, probably 20, 25 times. In it, he talks about giving as one of the laws. You can give a compliment. You can give a flower. You can give a prayer. You should eventually work yourself up to giving some money. But money is not about 
I have to give $5 million. It could be a dollar. It could be $30 that you give every month, a dollar for every day. And you're intentional with giving away to participate in that flow of abundance and to ride that wave. If you remove yourself from the flow because you feel like you have nothing to give, one, you're robbing everyone else of the richness of you. And two, you're going to be broke. You're going to be broke, you're going to be unhappy, you're going to be tired, you're going to be directionless because you're not participating in the way that this whole thing was designed. So those would be my recommendations for that person making a transition. So good. So good. Because a couple of things with that, in some of these spaces, the advice that is given is just, oh, well, you just have to embody that energy. You just have, like you said in the beginning, right? You know, you just have to vibe in that way. And But you just gave a tangible real task that we can do to understand how to embody that energy. You know, if you feel burned out and someone's like, oh, just, you know, act like you're vibing in that higher energy. And well, how do I do that? (laughs) And so I love it where you're saying, speak into your, I was thinking while you were sharing, um, listening to that mantra and that meditation created, you know, speak into your voice notes and play it every day. If I'm the hero in the movie of my life and I live an abundant life and attract these beautiful things, what does that look like? And let me record that and play that over and over and sit in that energy. And what does that feel like? What does that feel like if that were to be today? So thank you for sharing some things people can actually do. Absolutely. And then the other thing too, the seven spiritual laws of success, Deepak Chopra. I always thank you for bringing that book up. I love recommending that as sort of a gateway (laughs) book into combining business and spirituality. Often I have clients that come to me that have followed the Tony Robbins type or the Zig Ziglar type of uh, motivation for business. And they are great, but they want something more. They want that I know there's something more than just this. There's a spiritual side to this. How do I, like you're talking about with this bioenergetic thing, tap into my higher self and my inner wisdom. And in SQ talk in spiritual intelligence, you know, this is all you helping people tap into their higher self and put their ego aside. And it is a daily practice because we're human and we're navigating the world. And so those tangible things, I encourage everybody listening, you know, rewind it if you need to go back. And then the other book is uh, Creating Affluence, A to Z. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've read that. Yeah, um, that's a great one to just ingest <laughs> all at once into your consciousness. And Deepak actually recommends doing that. Piece of advice from you for as we go through life's journey... We do, especially as entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, we feel that roller coaster. You know, one day I suck, my business sucks, I don't have any clients the next day, I'm like the star of the world. And one day I'm homeless and the next day I'm looking at Bugattis. Like (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Hey magic makers, Amy here. Listen, I wanted to say to all of you, don't get hung up on the word spiritual. Spiritual intelligence is a faith-neutral practice, and it can be accessed by almost anyone. Your spiritual intelligence experience will be unique to you, and often it starts with making wise and compassionate decisions for yourself, and also working on boundaries and protecting your energy. 
Let me help guide you to lose the stress and overwhelm and feel that deeper sense of meaning in your life. Spiritually intelligent people practice making wise and compassionate decisions, even under great stress, and maintain inner and outer peace while doing so. You can't fake spiritual intelligence, but with some inner work, you'll be able to feel and exude this energy, and everybody around you will notice and want to follow suit. Think about what your ripple effect is in this world and how you want to leave it. If you're interested in going on this transformational journey, reach out to me. Email amy at createmagicatwork.net or go to createmagicatwork.net forward slash work with me. Sending magic to everyone. And even if you've tapped into this field of pure potentiality before, what would you say to the person that is at the bottom of the roller coaster and feeling like, what the hell happened? I feel like I just lost my mojo. Or even at work, you know, leaders like, oh, I'm so burnt now. And I used to feel so energized. Just maybe a, a little something with that. Use the power of ritual. So there's nothing that is really truly different between a millionaire and someone who is scraping by besides the ability to create and maintain supportive rituals. That's why like, Good football coaches, for example, I'm not like a football aficionado, but this is what I've heard. <laughs> it's, it's about consistency. You're running those drills. You're doing it over and over mm-hmm. you, you, and it, it, till it's muscle memory. And we, we can understand that when it comes to physical activity. But the same is true when it comes to your beliefs and the energy and information that you're constantly feeding yourself. You need to do it until it becomes muscle memory. Now, this will not always prevent you from getting down in that dip. But sometimes that dip is a sign to you that your ritual needs to change. It is no longer serving you. External forces have shifted. Have you shifted along with it? Are you participating in your ritual, which is your meditation, your journaling, your your excavation of your energy, your replenishment of your energy, self-care? Are you, repl- are you participating in those rituals out of obligation? Or are you participating in them because you're truly connecting and feeling? You can meditate for two hours and not get anything out of it. You can also meditate for 10 minutes and see the face of God. It really just depends on how you're able to connect and how quickly you're able to connect. When you're in ritual, that consistency beats out random ayahuasca trips and let me just go to the crystal store real quick and who oh, I need to call on my tarot card reader and like those random spurts of spiritual energy that you're just trying to figure out instead what does that consistency look like for you in your life on a daily basis a weekly a quarterly a monthly and how are you constantly examining where you are a great thing to do is to keep a moon calendar especially if you're a woman How are you in relationship to the greater moon cycle? And it's great to be specific as well to use like a moon calendar app that asks you for your birth date, place and time. So it's very specific to your particular cycle, as well as the greater moon cycle. Another thing to do is to take things out of your ritual. A lot of the times when I tell people, yeah, you need to have a ritual. They're like, yeah, so my daily ritual is five hours long. So I don't know when I'm doing the rest of my life. And I'm like, again, don't get attached to the tool. All of the rituals, all of the cards, all of the tools are about connection. 
They're about being able to make that connection with spirit and the universe in the clearer way. It's about maximizing that space in between breaths. It's about maximizing that still small voice behind your ear that's talking to you that you're trying to form that greater relationship with. You don't need 50 million things. If you can get to that place of intuition, connect with your higher self, be able to have that head heart connection, then you're doing it right. Your ritual, daily ritual could be 15 minutes long. The keys are consistency, being able to kind of measure energetically, how am I feeling? Is this working? Is this not working? And staying flexible rather than being attached to the tool. That's what I would recommend. I love that because everything you're talking about is just one of the skills in SQ is practicing seeking guidance from your higher self. And then another skill on top of that is practicing operating from your higher self. That's precedes the seeking guidance. (laughs) And what you're talking about are really ways to do that, no matter what the tool is and not getting caught up in the tool. Another thing I want to point out when you mentioned, you know, running off to these, these healers or this trip, when you feel, um, I'm like triggered or unsafe, or I've hit a wall. One of the lessons in SQ is you cannot give responsibility away for your life and for the decisions that you make in your life to someone else. Yes. You have to take responsibility for your life and the decisions you make. And yes, you can seek experts for advice, but in spiritually intelligent, If you're practicing those skills, you need to sit with that and use your own tools, whatever they look like, to figure out what your inner wisdom wants to do with your life. And also trust yourself to know that you won't shatter on the other side, whatever decision you make. Absolutely. Huge. I think that that is about energetic sovereignty. Is that how I like to refer Mm. to it, right? Because probably because it goes with my whole thing about working with empire builders. So the sovereignty worked for me. But (laughs) when you are the sovereign, the ruler, the person who decides what your own energetic space looks like, you set up your boundaries with yourself and with other people. You decide what direction you're going. You are also responsible for understanding what the playing field looks like and maintaining a certain type of awareness about what is happening in your spiritual, physical, emotional, mental, causal life. What is you are trying to get to a place of such energetic sovereignty that you can be completely still. That's really what it's about. That stillness, that peace comes from being able to have awareness, connection, and management tools in place. And I just want to add to that the radical self-forgiveness when we practice and feel like we didn't get where we thought we were supposed to be. Yeah. Just please, you know, the the radical self-forgiveness, because this is a journey. This is a daily thing. Life gives us all sorts of things to go through. And we might go through a time where we feel like we've got it all together and we might go through a time that we don't. But I think it's important to, you know, continue with the rituals, the practice, whatever works for you, access your higher self, radical self-forgiveness. If you feel like you didn't do something in the way you thought you were supposed to in hindsight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to ask you, <laughs> what do you say 
to any, you know, that those business analytical IQ only people that think that this is woo woo and has nothing to do with making money or a PL statement or an Excel spreadsheet? What, what would your response be to, to that? I don't say much to them. Those are not my people. That is also <laughs> okay. something that I, t- I talk about as a marketer. When you try to market to everyone, you, you market to no one. So I do not go after those people. In part of our sales kind of checklist, when our outreach ambassadors are having conversations to try to connect people with solutions, one of the check marks is, are they woo? Yes or no? And if they're not woo, then I was like, oh, that's going to be a slog. Because it's not so much that they have to be totally into it, but you have to be open to it. You have to be open for finding another way. Also, I'm very wary of anyone who is too rigid about a perspective. Mm. The wisest people know that they know very little, very, very little. And we are only in charge of about 10% of our experience. The universe, God, spirit, put your deity's name there, is in charge of the other 90%. There's a lot. If we were in charge of all of it, we would be dead. Like, can you imagine trying to be in charge of making sure you take every breath, in charge of every enzyme process that's going through your body, right? In charge of every time you blink and you had to really think about, you, forget about trying to interact with anybody else. You'd spend so much time trying to figure out how to make your own body run that you wouldn't even be able to get to higher levels of consciousness and fellowship because you'd be expending all of your energy just to stay alive. Yep. That's one of the skills in SQ is awareness of the limits of human perception. And you're just speaking to it in a really beautiful way. And I, I, I'm not going to say the number. And I know I told you before we started recording, I just had a birthday and I had a moment where I was sitting down and <laughs> I just thought, oh my gosh, my heart has beat for me for this many years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, in my body. And so, yeah, just all of that awareness. If you ever want to be grateful for something, being grateful for things like that is amazing. And then actually going back to where we were talking about in abundance, mm-hmm. gratitude, if you're not sure what feeling to attach to your ideal scene or what feeling to attach to your vision board or what feeling to really use to tap into when you are meditating, gratitude is the one. That's the one. Because gratitude means I already have it and I appreciate it. I already have the peace I'm looking for. Thank you for that peace. Oh, I feel, I know what thank you feels like. I already have this money. Thank you. Thank you for what this money has been able to give me. Thank you for the peace of mind. Thank you that the money came in freedom and peace, right? Gratitude for your heart beating allows you to realize one, that it is beating, two, that you didn't do it, and three, that there's so much more out there for you yeah. than you can ever imagine. So with somebody who says to me, yeah, but that doesn't have any contribution to the PL. First of all, I have some <laughs> case studies I would send them just to be snarky, <laughs> truthfully. Second of all, <laughs> I would say, okay, but be careful about that opinion that you hold so dear. Because if something were to happen to you, your PL is not going to get you through that dark night of a soul. Love it. Love it. 
I'm so excited you have been on the show. Like, the only feeling that I have just talking to you today is like, you are such a badass. And I'm so like, (laughs) I am so grateful that you're sharing this with me and also anyone that listens. So thank you, Alea. At the end of every Create Magic at Work show, I pull a journal prompt card. We talked about journaling from my journal prompt card deck. I designed it for the workplace. It's a deck of 33 cards with themes for the career and for your work. And each card has an affirmation and two questions. So you can answer one of the questions and anyone listening, you know, as you're listening to this, this message is for you as well, no matter when you hear this. And so we're going to pull a card right now and get the energetic theme that's going on for anyone that listens and for you and me. And let's see what we get. I'm excited. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. I always say that every time I do it, but it just is. So we got uh, generosity. Oh, wonderful. Look at the alignment there. Yeah. All the cards have illustrations with deep symbolism on them. I use an illustrator, not clip art. And yeah, they're beautiful. So there's a hand on the card with a heart reaching out, giving generosity. Mm -hmm. It's so funny because that's the exact symbol that I have on my vision board to symbolize generosity and giving. Totally synchronistic there. Love it. Yes. The affirmation is, I celebrate the success of others knowing there is plenty for us all. And question for you, Alea, how can you or us or we truly give and receive in a balanced way? Mm. You need to give of your overflow, not of your essence. When this is also, I'm a really big fan of John Roger, who is the founder of the Movement of Spiritual Inner Awareness. Um, again, you can find that at MSA, msia.org. I'm not a, really affiliated I don't get any money from them, but it's just they have some great resources there. He talked about this, and it's basically to be so connected that your overflow that comes from your connection with spirit and your higher self radiates from you, and the giving is easy. When you are burnt out, battered, and lost, you are giving from what your life force energy needs to continue along. That's not a good place to be in because the only person that you're robbing is yourself. So that balance comes in by, again, the realization that all of that energy to give is not yours and you're participating in this cycle of giving and receiving and you need to receive in order to give. It's a cycle. It's not just give, 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 receive, receive, receive. You need to receive in order to give. But where are you receiving from? You're receiving from spirit. You're receiving from God. You're receiving from the universe. And that comes with an infinite amount of love and light that is given to you and is always available for you. I know I sound like I'm proselytizing over here, but it's true. It is available to you all at times of the day or night, no matter who you are. So if you are feeling like, how can I possibly give? Well, maybe you don't need to give in that moment. Maybe you need to receive. And if you're lonely and you're feeling like there's no one to give to you, there's always an energy, a larger consciousness to give to you that is existing there for you. All you have to do is call upon it. My favorite thing to say is sometimes I'm just like, God, girl, (laughs) you better come down here. (laughs) Other times when I'm feeling a little less sassy, (laughs) I say, Father, Mother, God, I ask for the light. I ask for the highest, purest form of light to surround, fill, and protect me now. 
I ask for you to clear and remove anything that is no longer serving me. And Father, Mother, God, I ask to be connected to you. I come with the need for comfort. I come with the need for insight. And I come with the need for reassurance that everything will be and is okay. So good. You made me tear up doing that prayer. Thank you for doing that at the end here. Yeah. You're welcome. Like you can feel like when you do things like that, the energy shift. So thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. I need to stop getting emotional in my podcast episodes. No. (laughs) So good. No, that's why the author receiving in love is beautiful. I think that's beautiful. (laughs) We need more of that in the world. Less polished and rehearsed and more authentic connection. Yeah, this has been really great. And I think that the listeners are going to get so much value from it. So thank you. So wrapping up, if someone wants to reach out to you for more, how can they get a hold of you? You can go to flourishmarketing.co, then you can learn about all of our services. Um, at the time of this recording, we're just a little bit away from our premier launch of our 12-month membership called Own It. It's specifically designed for those newish business owners out there who would like to reach their first six figures but enjoy the journey and own their business instead of having it own them. You can find out for uh, more about that and join the wait list or sign up, depending on when you're listening to this episode, at flourishmarketing.co slash own dash it. Awesome. Alea, thank you for sending a ton of magic to everyone today. And yeah, just thank you for being on the show. I'm super grateful for it. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Hey everyone, it's Amy here. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Create Magic at Work. And please come back often and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Keep joining us for more exciting episodes where we help you transform workplace culture to systems that create less trauma and stress and have high productivity and profitability. You can get your own tools for the workplace at createmagicatwork.net. I have a new Create Magic at Work, the journal that just released, and it invites you to reflect about different themes for work in your career. Each section of the journal contains a topic, an affirmation, and two prompt questions to help you journal your thoughts. Topics are like inspiring others, mentorship, expansion, and productivity. So connect with me at createmagicatwork.net. Also connect with me on LinkedIn under Amy Lynn Durham. Sending magic to everyone and see you next time.